Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you won't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring. Yes, we have it all. Well, in case you're keeping track, this is Season 5, Episode 17. And today we have a special guest. I am so happy to have Kelly Lamb with us today. She's the editorial director of Rue Magazine. Hey, Kelly, thanks a lot for joining me. Hi, Nancy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I, I'm i just so excited to ask you a bunch of questions. And um, we'll get on to your book in a second. First of all, I just want to explain to people who maybe aren't familiar with Rue Magazine. Tell me a little bit about it. Sure. Uh, Well, we began in 2010 as a strictly digital platform. Um, Design blogging was really in its heyday then. And so a really talented group of women who all were well-known design bloggers came together and founded Rue as a way to showcase design inspiration, uh, highlight designers and creative homeowners, and uh, just share, you know, bring the magazine experience to the internet. And uh, we over, I guess it's been over 10 years now, we've kind of evolved and become more of a, versus a magazine, more of a daily content source, um, using social media to inspire people. And then in uh, 2020, late 2020, we were acquired by Danny Seo, and he had the brilliant idea to go the other way, and we are now a quarterly print magazine. So to some, it might look like we've gone backwards a little bit, but it's um, in spring 2021, we launched our first print issue of the magazine. Well, so you're both in print and digital. Yes. So So we built on the digital experience and now are giving folks something they can hold in their hands versus just the internet. I can see that. I prefer a lot of times print magazine, but then again, um, it's convenient to just flip through real fast if you're on digital. I like both. Just put me down in that column. I do like it. Yeah. And I flipped through your latest magazine. I was impressed. A lot of great ideas. Um, Oh, thank you. What I did notice was you don't have as many advertisements as a lot of the magazines, which to me was very enjoyable. Oh, good. Well, we're, we're so a few things that were top priority was that the paper would be a really high quality. So it would be something people wanted to keep versus just flipping through quickly and then tossing in the trash. And then we were very careful with the brand partners that we work with. So we of course have to be savvy to produce this tangible thing. Um, and, you know, budgets and all of that, but making sure that the folks we were working with were very much aligned with our vision, um, companies that we really value and would feature anyways. And so that way we can keep the advertisements limited and keep it more about the design experience instead of, you know, some magazines you flip through what feels like a hundred pages of ads before you get to any content. Absolutely. So. And I did notice that you are, um, you're not just contemporary. You've got something for everybody, which yeah. is nice. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed that. That has been one of, I mean, just in my friend group alone, everyone has different tastes. And I wanted, especially as we expanded to print, for anyone who picked up a copy of the magazine to really find something that resonated with them or that they enjoyed. So, you know, small space living, all, all different budgets, all different locations. We're not, I'm based in California, but we feature homes across North America and um, making sure that 
no matter what your style was. If you're super modern, there might be something that catches your eye. So it's an enjoyable, just for all types of design lovers. I think you went from minimalist to eclectic and everything in between, right? And everything in between. Yes. Yeah. I want to talk about monograms appliances before we continue with your special thing we're going to talk about. Um, So monogram appliances are built to enhance your kitchen, cuisine, and beyond. Experience peace of mind, convenience, and an optimized performance with the Smart HQ app, which elevates the way you interact with your home and appliances by allowing you to do things like preheating your oven from your phone and checking how how much time remains on your dishwasher cycle. Now, I do want to let people know that you can't just put the app on your phone if you don't have appliances that work with the app. You know, this is sometimes things that the older generation doesn't understand. So you have to purchase the appliance that's smart and then put the app on your phone. If you have any questions, go to monogram.com to learn more about the appliances or visit your local showroom so that you can see the appliances in person. Well, Kelly, I'm excited to talk to you about your book. I love the book. Oh, thank you. Um, It's called Home with Rue. It's a gorgeous book, great coffee table book, and it's on sale May 24th, 2022. So you guys, you have to just wait, but I was lucky enough to flip through (laughs) it, and I'm impressed. So tell me, why did you write a book? Well, it, that's a good, (laughs) that's a good question with how tired I am. (laughs) Joking aside, it was, um, it was not only, you know, I have been a writer my entire life and found my way to design through writing and my love of creating. Uh, and so it was kind of a lifelong goal of creating a book anyway. So it's been really special when I received the advanced copy, it was kind of surreal, to see my own name on, on oh, this yeah. book that people will have in their homes. But I think it goes back to why we launched the print magazine in general. I noticed, especially in 2020, people, everything was digital. We all were working and school was on our computers. Everything was in Zoom and digital. And I noticed people were kind of craving something that they could unplug, they could hold and enjoy. And so a book, it seemed like just the right time that it was something that the market wanted. And we, um, you know, we've been creating home tours and stories for over a decade. So we have all of these beautiful homes and especially with the fast pace of social media, content comes and then it quickly goes. And so creating kind of highlighting some of my favorite spaces and designers from my time with Rue was really exciting. And we were, I'm glad you said it was a beautiful coffee book because it's kind of a two-part making sure that the exterior of the book, the cover was something people would want to display and style their coffee table with, but then also including tips and tricks in the pages for people who would like to get the look at home or learn more about how to make their own spaces a beautiful place to be. Well, it's definitely a good reference book. So it's something that you keep like a magazine. A lot of times people will discard them or give them to their friends. Your book has so many different impressive things in it. Um, So you start at the entry and you go through each room and you end up in the laundry room. (laughs) Which, you know, a lot of things end up in the laundry room. A lot of things end up in the laundry room. What is yeah. what is your favorite room in the house? Oh, that is a good question. Well, I think my favorite 
room in the book maybe is the the chapter on bathrooms only because I'm I really love bathroom design I love a great bathtub so that for me was a really fun chapter to work on but I think in my own home or my own lifestyle my favorite room is um would be here a living room and in the book there are a lot of gorgeous living rooms I'd hate to call out anyone in particular because everyone is so talented that I would I would hate to highlight one in particular but there's page to page, a lot of really special spaces that as I started writing the book, I was like, oh, I have to contact so-and-so and make sure that they're included in the oh, book. That's great. And, well, obviously my favorite room is the kitchen because I've been designing for 35 <laughs> yes. years. So if I didn't say kitchens, you know, I'd feel kind of like I'm missing something. I did notice you have some really great pictures of kitchens. And what you emphasize in that book is that the people who own their house own their style, right? They don't yeah. have to follow the trends. If anybody has listened to any of my podcasts, I emphasize the fact that you don't have to follow trends. You don't have to listen to people. Make it your own. Did you find that explicitly in most of the homes that you went into? Yes, it was what was most important to me, actually, because... I'm very aware working in editorial that, you know, we're showing a lot of the latest and greatest and showing trends. And I am also fairly eco-conscious. So I worry that we might be contributing to like, you need to have new stuff all the time. And I really wanted to highlight that so many different styles to show that it is okay to identify what works best for your home and your, your style and what you love versus here is what you should be doing. So from page to page, every style was different. And I really tried to make sure I was clearly communicating that you should identify your lifestyle. And so if you if you don't cook at home a lot, then the really fancy stone countertop that will never stain right. is a great choice. But if you don't mind, if you like the look of something a bit more weathered and you know you'll be making a lot of cocktails with citrus, then go for the marble and just let it be. But kind of communicating, bringing what you see in a magazine or in a book into your own space in a way that makes sense for your life and in a way that you'll be very happy with for years and years to come versus picking up the magazine and going, ah, I need to change all of my fixtures. Brass is out. It's now stainless steel. Oh, yeah. Well, you definitely don't want your house to look like an advertisement for the latest furniture company, right? Or the latest appliance company. You have to do what you feel comfortable with. Are you finding that a lot of the younger generation is not turning their nose up at some of the furniture they could have inherited from their grandmothers or their mothers? Well, you know, I've actually pleasantly seen a big shift away from, I think, especially, you know, in the 2010s when I was starting, it was a lot of maybe more mid-century or more everything looking like it came from the same store. And I've definitely seen a shift towards a lot of different styles in one room or one space alone and seeing more of an appreciation of this, you know, this trunk has been, it was my grandfather's in World War II, and now it's my coffee table, and I have it next to my brand new shiny sofa. (laughs) But this, people are being a bit more artful and intentional in what they bring into their space, and telling stories of who they are and where they came from with the way that they're decorating. I think think that's that's important. I was working with a builder one time, and he was so, well, of course, this 
house that he was building was a spec house. But I said something to him that he kind of looked at me. I said, you know, most people design their house for their friends. They don't do it for themselves. They want to impress their friends. And a lot of times that's not a comfortable living room or that's not a uh, friendly kitchen. I'm noticing this year it's getting better. They're starting to appreciate their own style. Yeah, I've noticed, I've definitely noticed, at least with my own peers as well, that we are appreciating our own kitchens much more than even going out to eat because it was something that became less frequent for many months. And so we're all looking in our own homes going, how can we make this space a space that I want to be, I want to welcome people into. And I, it's been really fun in telling the stories of different homes and different designers and seeing it kind of get more, a little bit more personal than it's been in years past. And I think people are starting to appreciate their house since they had to stay in it for a long time. (laughs) I guess a lot of people are saying, Hey, that stove really works. (laughs) Very grateful. Yes. So I want to ask you about this. I found very interesting about traveling to take the photographs for the book. Yeah, uh, it was a mix of some new photography and then some from photo shoots of years past. But it is one of my favorite things and a huge honor to be able to go in with a team, a stylist and a photographer and have people welcome you into their home. Um, Going back to how personal it is to see different spaces and different ways people live and being able to translate that is really special. In a more recent, we just shot our summer cover of the magazine um, yesterday, which will be out in June. And that was really, it it was here in Los Angeles, but really fun to go just, you know, 20 minutes away, a different neighborhood and see a different area of town. And then also the different architecture from my own neighborhood. It was all really, it's, it's really an honor that people will open their doors and be willing to share their, their space because our homes are so personal that. But I think a lot of people uh, would feel special if they were asked to have a picture of their home in your magazine. Yeah, I I hope so. (laughs) So here comes the big question. Did you ever walk into a house and you go, oh, no, we have to stage this? Yes. (laughs) It's happened. It has happened over the years. Or we'll leave, um, leave a room out or you know, quickly, quick, quickly adjust the shot list to say, maybe we won't photograph the den this time. We, our time is short. And so focus on other areas. Uh, One, one of my favorites, a lot of um, friends are interiors photographer, interior photographers, and they'll post like on their Instagram stories behind the scenes of what really happened. So it's like this beautiful kitchen island and then they pan behind it and it's just like a stack of stuff. <laughs> so I think the, yeah. yeah, I think the reality is um, the, the magazine and the book version, everything is quite polished and pristine and there's always stuff just out of frame that doesn't make it, doesn't make the cut. <laughs> well, maybe there should be a book that shows how people really live. Really, well, this was really before live. we cleaned it up and this is after. Yes. A memorable one is we went to a house. um, It was probably, I want to say probably about five years ago. And we walked in and there was a lot of unexpected taxidermy. And that was just like a no-go. So it was really creative in how we could photograph the space without it being full of 
Did you ever go into a, a space where they have pets and the pets are jumping on you? Yes. Oh, wow. yeah. Well, I've you've seen experienced a, some interesting I've stuff. <laughs> I've seen a dog knock over a camera setup, and that was Ooh. very... It was a tough, tough day for everyone. Here's one for you. I knew somebody who decided she was going to be a photographer. She went into a home to take the pictures. She didn't realize that her lighting on a stand was touching the draperies and the they went on fire. Yes, oh up in flames. Word. That was definitely the end of that photo shoot, and the builder never used her again, obviously. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I'm very fortunate in the time I've been doing this that the the wacky stories or the the surprising ones are far fewer than things that have just gone really well. I oh, that's good. Knock on wood. Now, if somebody's listening to this podcast, they buy the book, they go, hey, how do I get my home in her next book or in her magazine? Can they do yeah. that? Yes, absolutely. We've got, um, we rely a lot on submissions, people reaching out and sharing their design work or their own homes to uh, determine what we do feature. Cause I, it, it, first of all, it's a lot easier than us going out and knocking on doors and saying, can we look inside? Your house? So you don't just rely so, on designers to supply you with the project. No, not at all. We um, actually, I'll say the submissions email is submit at rumag.com and folks can email our editorial team with photos, a brief description of their space. And we review everything that comes through to see if there's a fit. And as I mentioned earlier, we do feature a wide variety of styles. So we're always looking for everything to um, find a good fit for another issue of the magazine, the website, or if we ever do another book, which I I hope that we do, we're excited. We have a lot of ideas for Great. upcoming books. Well, so. you look like you're having fun doing this. So it's <laughs> not am. really it's, a job. You're having too much fun. It's it's not. It's a lot of work, but not a job. It's definitely a career that I dreamed of. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Great. Yeah. Okay. So I have one more question. Where is what location was your favorite city wise? Because you don't just fly into New Orleans, take a picture and fly back. You got to be looking around. You got to enjoy the place, right? You know, I have to say, I think I grew up, um, on, I'm mostly on the West Coast. I grew up in Idaho. I have family in Seattle and in Portland. And then now I've been in California for 10 years. So I'm very much West Coast. And then that note, I would say New York City, there's still something that like the... Boise, Idaho, born and raised version of me is like so entranced by. So getting to work in New York um, and be there for work is a really special opportunity. And I would say that that's my favorite place to travel to, especially just because the lifestyle and the homes are so different from my day to day. So I I love it there. And another would be um, also on the East Coast, Bucks County, Pennsylvania is a really special place. And Felt, you know, reminiscent of kind of the slower pace of the California lifestyle, but on the East Coast mm. and beautiful, such stunning farmlands there. Have you ever been to Phoenix? You know, I go to Phoenix once a year in February oh. for a family reunion. February is a good month. Don't come here yes. in August. <laughs> no, but February I love is a Phoenix. Good month. We have a favorite um, Airbnb that is in, it's actually in Scottsdale. Um, that we stay at, my husband and I stay at for the family reunions when we go. 
Well, that's great. It seems like no matter who I talk to, everybody has a friend or a relative yeah. or somebody they know who knows somebody that live in Scottsdale. It's, they, isn't they that, yeah. Yeah, they never mention any other town or city. It's always Scottsdale. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about Studio 41. They have showrooms that are constantly evolving. When you walk into Studio 41, you're wowed. Now, they have 13 showrooms in Illinois sprinkled around the whole state, and they do have one in Scottsdale. And that happens to be my source. That's where I get all of my plumbing supplies, definitely my cabinet hardware, um, and you would love it. You can also go online and shop. So you can find them at shopstudio41.com. You won't be disappointed. Kelly, do you have any parting words? Because I just, I love your book. I've got to start um, getting more time to read each page because you have a lot of uh, tips and hints, right? Yeah, I I mean, mostly not to be sappy or <laughs> too yeah, emotional sappy. about it, but it's just gratitude. I'm so grateful um, that you are enjoying it. It's certainly a nerve wracking thing. You know, it was a lot of work to to do the book and get it done in time as while well, simultaneously producing our magazine. And so there have been nerves as it's finally making its way to the world. And I feel so thankful that people are not only enjoying it, but your initial comments on it were exactly what I was hoping people would experience, which is a lot of different styles and also making sure that it was individual to the to the homeowner. So as an editor, I think, you know, a lot of publications can feel out of reach or people feel perhaps intimidated by, well, I could never live in a house like that. And my goal is that people realize they can they can live in, they can, you know, get tips and tricks to live in the style of home that they love. So. Absolutely. Well, we're going to say it again. The name of the book is Home with Rue. It goes on sale May 24th. Now, where can they find it? You know, it's anywhere um, books are sold. So we're on all, a lot of the online retailers as well as local bookstores. Um, and if you look it up on 10 Speed Press, the publisher's website, there's a link, um, quick access if anyone would like to pre-order the book ahead of the release date, and then um, your favorite bookstore. That's great. I enjoyed this. We're going to have to get you back here. Yes, We're have I would to talk love about to chat your with you next again. book. Yes. <laughs> I'll put my head down and start typing, and then we'll, we'll yeah, reconnect. Yeah, there you go. Well, thank you so much. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show, and please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. Don't keep this a secret. There's a lot of information on every podcast that your friends would really take advantage of if they knew. So if you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for Kelly, email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com, and I will certainly pass them on. Again, Kelly, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you so much, Nancy. It was such a pleasure. Oh, Thank you. And everybody stay safe and have a great day.